Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you have confidence in yourself. My guest this week is Jamin Lee, and she is the founder and executive director of Selfidence, which is a youth-led organization focused on improving student self-confidence and raising awareness about mental health. I am excited to share this conversation with you. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Jimin Lee. Hi, my name is Jimin, and I am a high school senior from South Korea. I'm graduating this year, and I go to an online high school in the U.S., um, although I'm in, located in Korea. So yeah, it's a um, pretty unique education process. Um, and I am also the founder and executive director at Selfidence, which is basically a youth-led nonprofit organization um, trying to empower students to believe in themselves for who they are. We try to emphasize the self and self-confidence. Um, to basically share that you are worthy as who you are. And we want to emphasize that it's really important to find confidence in yourself, not just from the validation or from like um, what others are saying about you. Um, yeah, so I found it also in 2020 um, during September. And yeah, it's been continued since into like an international organization. That's a great way to get started. And I'm excited to learn more about Selfidence. So tell me more about what got you started with Selfidence. What inspired you to get involved in raising awareness about mental health in general? Yeah, so definitely it was a long process because um, I was in the process of transitioning from middle school to high school. And it was personally a long journey for me because I was trying to switch schools during middle school and high school. And before I went to like a like a small international school in Korea. And I was trying to transition from eighth grade to ninth grade then. And I was trying to choose schools. And one of them, one of the options was online school. And it was an option that was kind of like untaken, like risky kind of path for me because I knew no one in my community or anyone in Korea who's doing online school. And um, honestly, like got into college with it. (laughs) And I was trying to go to college. So I think um, it was like a pretty unsafe path for me. Um, and I was trying to choose between another school in Korea. Um, and yeah, so basically I ended up choosing the other school <laughs> um, other than online school. And it was a pretty big school. Um, and I went there and it was also like a boarding school kind of. So I went there and then I really didn't like the environment it was nothing like I imagined it and the something that I hated the most was basically that I had no independence over my schedule I was able to do nothing of my own um and then I realized that the only thing that stopped me from doing online school and kind of choosing what I really wanted to was the fear of like maybe I'm not able to do this maybe I'm not fit for doing this um and I kind of didn't want to go to the path that way where everyone was like not really going to so um and then I came out after a week of that school (laughs) and then uh, transitioned to an online school and then through all that journey I really realized that it's really important to like believe in yourself as who you are um I kind of saw like I I thought myself as a pretty confident person um in middle school because I was like always up for like the public speaking events I was like kind of the um person who like volunteered at things um but then I realized that it didn't really It wasn't the same thing as like how I valued myself, then how I valued some of my skills or like how I got like some 
like people's like compliments or like grades, like kind of got validation from others. Um, and then I realized it's really important to believe in yourself um, and find value. It's basically self-esteem, I think, um, but find, uh, believe in yourself just as who you are because you are lovable as who you are. Um, so yeah, I really wanted to share this and try to um, help with the confidence journey of students because even if I, as like find, I found it self-evidence, it's definitely not like an end goal, I think. Um, you have like someday you have so much confidence and someday you, even like during the day, you kind of feel, oh my gosh, I can't do this or something. So I really wanted to support the confidence journey of students. Yeah, it was a long journey, but that's like what I, what got me to start self-evidence. That's such a great story. And I'm so glad that you had the confidence and the courage to make that switch to those online courses and choose a different path for yourself. I would also love to know more about what you're working on with Selfidence now. How are you raising awareness with the organization and what does that work look like for you? Yeah, so definitely um, it started off as like mostly content sharing. Um, we wanted to share content that was like really I guess, relatable to students. And one of the topics that I really remember is like toxic productivity. We did um, one on that. And we kind of try to relate to those topics in relation to self-esteem and confidence, as well as like mental health. Um, and um, so we kind of expanded on to the topic of mental health as we kind of go on, um, because self-esteem and self-confidence is really very kind of closely related to mental health. Um, so Right now we're planning on this um, gratitude in your day project that we started last year. Um, and it is basically a project that we um, kind of encourage students to share gratitude to other people in their lives. Um, and we do that in collaboration with another organization called um, gratitude, I mean, giving gratitude. And um, we did the last year and we loved how it went. Um, there were like feedbacks that kind of said so such like sweet things to us um, saying that it encouraged them to share gratitude. Um, and we love that and we want to continue it. So we're doing it annually every year. So we'll be like publishing that soon and we're working on that. And um, we're also working on like these uh, resource guide with our website, trying to share like relevant uh, I guess, um, news and um, articles relating to self-esteem, because I think although mental health is a really big field, self-esteem in that aspect is not really as much talked about, while it's so important for students especially. So we want to share the resources around that um, together. But in the past, we did some of like the one of the projects that we did was like a leadership conference where we invited like six young leaders to share their confidence journey and like self-esteem journey related to their leadership, um, which I think is so important. And I think it's also really great that you're doing this. I think it's also relevant to the podcast as well. So yeah, those are some of the projects and we're excited to like see how it goes. Absolutely. And I would love to talk with you more about your choice to focus on building people's confidence and self-esteem. I think it's a really interesting aspect of mental health awareness as a greater issue. So why did you choose to focus specifically on self-esteem? And what do you see as kind of the difference between your activism and broader mental health activism? Yeah, I think definitely... It's not like completely different, I would say. Um, even uh, when I kind of struggle with my mental health, my self-esteem kind of like correlates with it um, and it kind of moves together with my mental health as well. But I think, um, and self-esteem can be a part of mental health, I believe. But I think self-esteem is more, I think there's also a difference between confidence and self-esteem uh, while we kind of kind of try to live it together. Um, confidence itself, I think, is mostly 
a feeling you have about a skill or like a part of yourself or how you kind of like show up in the public while self-esteem is more internal, I believe. Um, and uh, mental health is all, also pretty internal, but I kind of distinguish it with, I guess, self-esteem is more of a value, I think, um, while mental health is like, I guess, it's also a value, but I think it's more of a bigger part of yourself. And self-esteem, um, I think, can be a part in all of our aspects. So mental health, it can be a part of our mental health. It could be a part of our, or like our appearance. It could also be a part of how we, um, I guess, do things like proactivity or other like skills wise. I think it could be a lot part of things. And um, I think uh, self-esteem impacts mental health a lot, but it's kind of separate, I believe. Um, And yeah, I think it's also kind of works a little bit separately in a sense that self esteem, I guess, could be kind of increased or like kind of differentiate or I guess kind of fluctuate in different sense than mental health because I personally like kind of was feeling encouraged when I do, um, for instance, like, like self-fidence when I do work there, I really feel a lot more value in myself for who, what I'm doing for the community and kind of hearing people about what they are liking about self-fidence. And I think um, that this is like an example of how it kind of differentiates from mental health. I think I think it's very similar though. I think it's pretty similar and we kind of cover it together. But yeah, I kind of see it as a little differently in how I try to take care of my mental health and self-esteem. And yeah, so I think mental health wise, I kind of really like to do more self-care um, and sometimes like seek for um, other help, like counseling therapy, um, while like self-esteem, I think, um, takes a little bit of more proactivity um, in a sense that you can feel something out of something for, I think that's just like me personally, how I deal with things. But yeah, I think that's like my definition of how it kind of differentiates Yeah. And I think for every person, those feelings are also a little bit different as far as their own self-esteem versus their mental health and how those fit together. So as far as your own self-care, what do you do if you're having a low self-esteem day or if you don't feel as confident in yourself as you'd like? How do you go about maintaining your own self-esteem? I think it takes a lot of effort for me. Um, I think personally, I sometimes just like take a day off or I I think I just do nothing for a day and sometimes it helps, but sometimes it kind of makes it worse um, because I'm still like with my brain (laughs) and my thinks thoughts that it kind of just puts me in a swamp where I like fall, fall. Um, And that has happened to me like some several times in my life uh, right now. And something that really helped me was something that I recently realized that helped me was sharing with my friends. Um, I was a person who like never share with anyone um, who I kind of just keep it to myself. Maybe I'll like share it to my parents. Um, and um, that I think that it was um, my mindset where it was like, first, I don't want to seem like the whiny person who doesn't like who complains um, and everyone's like going through problems. And second, I didn't want to like, uh, make them feel bad as well and feel kind of like the stress or uh, feelings kind of uh, transition onto them as well. Um, so I kind of did not um, share anything to other people uh, when I was going through struggles. And um, 
recently uh in january i was going through some tough time and then i realized uh, and then in that time i think i really wanted to get help in any way possible um and i really did not know how to um go about so i started like i messaged uh on like the self-fidence discord um and i shared oh i'm going through some tough time um and i just like kind of ranted out all my thoughts and um surprisingly a lot of people were like so supportive and it really helped me to kind of think oh this is just what my thoughts and i really wanted to uh work to i guess taking care of myself more and it really got me like off my bed <laughs> i think um so i think yeah that really helped and i think i i just i just started doing that and it's really um hard for me sometimes but i think it's really something that helps but more like self care wise what i do daily most of the time is i journal like every night and morning and uh, i think about this is like really essential for me to kind of go over my thoughts and feelings and when you look at it like maybe maybe like a month ago or like a year year later um it's really surprising how you like thought at this time or sometimes it's like oh i feel the same way so that's really interesting yeah that's so interesting and i can definitely resonate with how you said that sometimes taking a day off will make you more stressed so thank you for sharing that i have one more question for you lots of young people especially high school students and college students want to create change but they may not know how to get started with that work do you have any advice for those people who may be listening Hmm. I think if you have an issue that you're already really passionate about and you want to work um, through changing that, I think it's um, first I started by like joining like other youth-led organizations um, in um, places where like in topics that I'm really passionate about. And I basically worked in the organization for a while and I contacted the founder um, or the executive director. Sometimes they're a little um, different. So I reached out to them, asked, how do you actually run a youth on organization? Because I want to do that. And sometimes you hear back, sometimes you don't. But I think it's very, uh, it, it was really something that helped me start a youth organization myself. And I think it's really important to kind of experience how that runs first, um, to kind of take that into account when you're also running your organization or when you're doing other activities, it could help with your activity. Um, I think getting involved in something that you're already passionate about and kind of learning from that experience to um, start something of your own, I think it's uh, my way of doing things as well. Um, but I think also, um, I think social media is very double-sided um, in a sense that there can be so much that can come out of it while there's so much that kind of goes within. Um, and a major thing I think is a lot, as a lot of people know, like self social media is really um, detrimental to your mental health. And um, personally, my screen time kind of is associated with my mental health, like how good it is. <laughs> and when it goes up, I go down, like kind of situation. Um, but I think there's also a lot of um, positives that came out of it, including um, mental health awareness and um, some of the work that you can do. Like for me, I'm in Korea, and I would not have been able to do all of the work I'm doing if I didn't have social media, interacting with people from all around the world. So um, I think using the tools at your hand to the, your best ability, I think, would be really important um, because that really helps for me. And as I mentioned, self and started kind of just sharing content on social media, and I started doing that alone. So um, I think that kind of utilizing the um, tools at your hand um, and thinking, I think, 
always staying passionate about the issue that you're passionate about. I think it's really important and always thinking why you're doing this and always remembering that to kind of go on with your activities and go on with, I guess, even when you're like joining other organizations, always thinking in mind, why am I really passionate about this would be really important for you to continue going on the path and not really feel discouraged by any barriers you feel or sometimes uh, like when you not hear back from people or sometimes when you're going through some tough time, I think those things really help you keep going and kind of get up when you sometimes fall. So yeah, I think those would be some of the things I would tell people. I really enjoyed talking with Jimin, and I want to highlight her last piece of advice about using the tools you have at hand, utilizing the internet, joining other organizations, and getting connected with other people who are passionate about the work you're doing are all important tools. But you also have to have confidence in yourself and your ability to seek out and use those tools in order to make change. Jimin has and is continuing to build up her self-esteem and self-confidence and is using her tools to help other people along that journey as well. So her story is a great example of how change comes when you have confidence in yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Jimin on Instagram at jim.jimlee to get connected with her. You can also find Selfidence on Instagram at self underscore to learn more about the organization. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then... Be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.